You're listening to the We Are Libertarians podcast network. Find all of our shows at wearelibertarians.com. You're listening to the We Are Libertarians network. Learn more at wearelibertarians.com. Talk Blurry Podcast. This is episode number 223 of East Central Ain't's Favorite Podcast. Jeremiah Morrill here, joined by uh, former intern, now co-host, Mason Riley Roddinghouse, and his uh, he brought a puppy named Ryman. Is it Ryman? Ryman. Named after uh, the, the Ryman Cowboy, the Rhinestone Cowboy, Glenn Campbell. Yeah, close. That's really close. <laughs> Maybe after the Ryman. Got the Got uh, producer Zach Burcham is uh, is over there with a the microphone and running the uh, running the board. Good evening, and uh, my forever co-host, Mister Dakota Davis, back from assignment. Today's episode features the four of us. We're going to be talking to you guys about all kinds of different things today. First of all, we're going to be speaking about Henry County once again turning red, where that dreaded uh, three number, whatever that means, from the Indiana State Department of Health. We're going to talk about what that could mean for us and. Uh, the events that are happening in Henry County. Then we're going to talk to you about some Texas farmer drama. A uh, Texas farmer has gone viral on TikTok, and we want to talk about it. And then the new state Senate maps have been released. The proposed state Senate maps have been released for the state of Indiana. There's some interesting analysis in that that uh, that I want to get into a little bit. I was very confused at the beginning when I looked at it, and then it was just because I was an idiot. And now we'll, you know, we'll get into it and see what happens. This show is about our lives in rural Indiana. We're here to push your boundaries and make you think as individuals. Sometimes we'll provoke you. Other times we'll make you laugh. But hopefully you'll always learn something new. We did a patron uh, episode and uh, it went. Uh, it, Mason was very distracted through the entire thing. There was a minor code brown incident. Uh, Mason moved faster than I've seen him move in a long time. <laughs> Duty calls, baby. <laughs> you uh, you address the situation, and uh, everybody is uh, everybody's comfortable now. Yep, it's all it's all good to go. And uh, Dakota, you you started telling a story in Patreon about uh, about the old jabby jabby you got. Yes, the Fauci ouchy, the Fauci ouchy. And are you going to tell the the conclusion of that story at the end of this? Is that, is that part A and a part B, or what's your big plan? You, you know, I was going to I was going to wait until we started talking about the vaccine. Okay. In the in the first heading there. All right. Very good. But for now, before we do that, okay. we need to thank the folks that support us on patreon.com slash boss hog of liberty. Uh, that's where you can go to support the show on a monthly level. Uh, Mason, are you still a Patreon member? $1.50 a month on the first of the month, every month. It's a name your own price. I like it. Yep. That's right. We, you can name as low as you want. But there are different tiers that you can unlock, different packages, different things that will send you whenever you first sign up. But at any level, you get access to a super secret Facebook group where uh, Anthony Meyer posts memes about us. Um, and sometimes we steal different memes and post them in there because we're none of us are as creative as what Anthony is. I'm not a meme maker. I'm a meme distributor. Yep. That's how I feel. I'm your dealer. Uh, I'm a distributor. I'm a shit poster. And I've got a wisecrack for everything, but I do not create memes. 
you get a bonus episode about 20 minutes long before that happens before the other episode this episode you might get a little bit more raw unfiltered unpolished yeah episode we're a little bit more loose there if you can't tell this show is very professional god yes and we're very uh we're, we're much more loose and less structured over there like uh I think we didn't talk about half the things that were in the show notes for Patreon portion. We started talking about weddings. Zach, that was shots. even in the notes. I think there's someone walking in right now. I don't know. Oh, Party. No. What are you talking about? Party upstairs. I, I, I think there's going to be a special Easter egg. The uh, We share a building and the, the tenants upstairs have some music in the background that may um, that may be really fun. I hope they're some watching. Some of our viewers this. may find offensive. <laughs> Especially be. before eight o'clock. Uh, you also get show notes ahead of the time before every episode happens. And uh, whenever we uh, come up with new merchandise, and sometimes just randomly, we'll give you guys uh, discount codes for the T-chip stores that we have. And uh, I think that we should probably do that again because it's been a few months. Um, and if you donate at $50 or more a month, you get a shout out at the front of each and every episode. And those folks are Mr. Jonathan Phillips, our favorite car dealer. In all of the continental United States. Andy Moore Buick GMC. We have Christy Avery from all the way in Fort Lane. Fort Lane. The Fort land Lane. of Fort Wayne. Allen County. We have Anthony Meyer. Check out her Norwex store, by the way. Yeah. She's, uh, she's, we should do, give a shout out to that. Absolutely. Christy Avery, our Norwex dealer. And then Anthony Meyer, the man who creates the memes, the meme god himself. And, uh, of course, Fiddler's Green Cigar Company, who we forgot to mention in the Patreon portion. Very sorry, Chris Lamb. Fiddler's Green Cigar Company, where you can get the best cigars in East Central Indiana, and also Henry County's premier mobile cigar lounge. He's at every fourth Friday. Well, we're going to talk about that. He was. He was. <laughs> Maybe if we can get our act together in Henry County, he'll be able to go back. Well, if you behave yourselves and do what you're supposed to do. Chris Lamb is going to come on the show at some point. I we've think been, we set him up just out there. We've been. That's what we're going to do. Just, We're going to smoke cigars on the show. No, I think this Friday we should just set them out on 38 and we should just smoke cigars on 38 right by the 1400 Plaza. Not I, I feel like we'd have to have a permit or something. Wow, no. no, we'll do it out of a van. <laughs> <laughs> we also have T-Chip stores, tchip.com slash BHOL1234 or BHOL mug. We also have the link tree and you can also access that from Boss Hog of Liberty com. Henry County's red again, Jeremiah. We so, have uh, we have a positivity rate that is greater than fifteen percent now. Things have been trending upward, right? The uh, we've been ye- orange. We went yellow. We went we were blue, then yellow, then orange, and now we're color coded red. And I made the comment Wednesday when we went red. I said, "There's nothing that's changed. Nothing's actually changing here." I, and unless they start taking away major events. It means nothing. The color code, people are just going to ignore it and they're going to live the life they want to live. And uh, last I checked, sports are still happening. The Indianapolis Colts have played two home games in a row. Mason, you've attended them Yep. in Marion and County. And both have been sold out. And they've full been full capacity. capacity, yada, yada, yada. I went to Cincinnati, full capacity baseball yep. game last weekend. Um, youth sports are still happening. I attended my nephew's football game at Newcastle 10 days ago. I know that at least Blue River Valley is hosting tennis tonight. Uh, so sports are still happening. The only thing that I've seen that's actually been canceled locally 
is the Fourth Friday event. It's the only thing that Mason is involved in. The thing that Mason has an integral role Minor. in. Minor. You are, Minor, you are the official concert booker for Fourth Fridays. It's, like I said, it's minor, but it has upset me on a bigger scale than normal. So the whole state of Indiana has now, except for Tippecanoe County, which is magically still in the yellow status, uh, all of Indiana is in orange, which is the 2 or 2.5 in the metrics. Uh, and Henry County made the big jump over to, uh, to red, as Dakota said. And our 15-day positivity rate, which uh, leaves us in the, the 3.0 level, is 15.78% of all tests taken we're barely there. are positive. We're barely there. Well, I, I, I want to know if this... You don't get tested unless you think you might have it. So basically what they're saying is 85% of the people that go and get tested don't have it. Don't have it. Right. You aren't going to go get tested just for shits and giggles. I'm not going to go get tested just because I want to. They're only yep. testing people that are sick. And again. Zach made a good point in the group chat earlier today. How many of the people going to get tested are vaccinated? Do we really want to count that towards the positivity rate? Because the risk of hospitalization is so low with those folks. Like I don't, I don't know that positivity rate is a good metric to go by at this time. I think that we need to be go more by like, it's your vaccination, your vaccination census. rate and your, in your hospitalization. Well, yeah, the hospital census for the County. It, I should, think would be it should be like a hospitalization rate per positive cases. Is like, this, should be more important because yeah, you got you got to rip the population. But if they're all all vaccinated, then there can be no problems at all because nobody's getting sick. They're just testing positive. So, is this rate including? Is this is this rate from tests taken, or is it tests that have, um, you know, positive people in the county? Is it, this is because we've tests you know, from unique individuals. Well, I know we've brought people into our hospital if we have an open bed. That's what I'm saying. Are we counting people from other counties? We're counting the county tests rate? that are administered yeah. for people that live in Henry County. Okay, that's that's what they that's what the metric is based on. So I don't know, guys. It's it, it's frustrating because we're back to. I I feel like we're back to government doesn't really know what it needs to do or what it wants to do. It's just. It just becomes punitive, right? It's we we make it up as we go along, and we don't need masks. Then we need masks, and you need to get vaccinated. Well, everybody in this room is vaccinated at this point. Fully waited there two weeks, et cetera, et cetera. Has followed all the rules, and you've done your job. And here we are again. We're we're back at we're, square one. We're back to shaming of well, you're not wearing your mask. Oh, well, I'm not supposed to have to wear my mask if I'm vaccinated. Audrey, Audrey, and I spent an evening in Fishers, mm-hmm. uh, Indiana on Sunday and uh, in Fishers there at the square, there's the St. Elmo's 1933 lounge. And the only reason that we didn't go there was because they asked that you wear a mask. I was like, mm, no, so, so no, what's, thank you. There's other places that I would rather go than have to wear a mask. What's the effect of this? Uh, so we say you cancel a fourth Friday. What Zach, you're, you're a frequent attender. What, happens what are you know it's in the it's in the new plaza here in town what kind of vendors are there what kind of people show up what is, what is the atmosphere what is the event that was canceled you know a concert there's a couple food trucks that'll be there um they're bowling upstairs fascinating um and then, <laughs> uh, that's literally Duck pin what, bowling that's literally what it sounds like something like a bowling ball in the deck and then there's people just kind of just loitering about sitting in chairs 
just it's an outdoor activity. Yeah, just vendors. Outdoor. There's like uh, local craft yeah. you know, people and like so these folks Chris are Lamb invested in there. Kind of like inventory. Local. They've invested in commerce, but we're not going to have that. But you can still go into the buildings that are inside that are right next door, and, and, and they're open. But Friday night football games down at you and know, you, field. You can they still, want you to pack the stands. You can still watch football. I just I feel like we have no standard at this point. And I, yeah. and I know that the email that I read, cause I'm on the distribution list too. Carrie Barrett sent it to me. I'm not blaming Carrie and Newcastle main street for no. canceling this because they literally got an email that said, Hey, the local officials have said, please cancel. We don't want to have gatherings. I mean, I'm, I've through this whole pandemic have blamed an individual and it's the leadership that in the, on, on the, so, department of health board. so the health department is 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 who you have your quarrel with and i feel yeah. like that the department of health isn't a governing body is right it, it, it doesn't want to be responsible for something going wrong so the fingers are going to point there so you're auto, you're automatically going to try to be cautious but they're not going to bring they're not going to point their fingers at something that bring we don't elect money the administrator for our local health department right to make decisions right it's not their job their job is to advise if called upon exactly and i don't think in this situation they were called called upon i think they threw what they believed out there and it was taken into consideration it's, once it's the metric way with once the once the state metric goes to nine they expect you to go to certain plans so they're basically the county health department then starts to parrot what the state guidelines are for these metrics which we which i think the case that w- this group is trying to make is, is that the th- percent positivity rate now that there's a vaccine in the arms of i don't know we'll have to see what the vaccine rate of the henry county population is um either zach or i can grab it real quick but somebody's gonna have to carry the baton if i'm searching somebody is they're racing but i i agree and like we said i don't think that the vaccination or i don't think that the positivity rate is a great metric to go off of given that the information that we have now and also the sheer number of tests that we are doing now is how we're doing a lot of tests, a lot of tests. And there's a lot of people getting tests. Well, if you do a home test, that doesn't get turned into the state, right? Right. Right. So you've only certain tests are actually counting. Like whenever Shenandoah, whenever Shenandoah school shut down and they had the free test clinic at the school and everybody and their brother that was associated with someone from Shenandoah went and got tested And I personally know of two people from that one time that went and got tested at Shenandoah had zero symptoms, but all of a sudden they tested positive. But guess what? They had the, they were fully vaccinated and they had, they had no idea. So it's like, that's kind of the game that we're playing now. If we want to go off of this positivity rate instead of metrics that are really impacting the people of our community. So Henry like County has 49,000 people in the, uh, in the population now in the 2021 census, 2020 yeah, census, something like just under 50. I think we're pushed over 50% vaccination. Rate yeah, according to the website I found, but it's not, it's COVID act org. So who knows? Um, it's 49.4% with okay. at least one shot. So, so we don't know how the, many people are fully vaccinated. The state is saying 21,657 people are fully vaccinated oh, in Henry right County, Indiana. I thought it was right over. Uh, and that's where I'm trying to see what is the current. Uh, the 2019 estimate was 47,972. So somewhere in the mid 40s. Yeah. I think we're far enough into this that the only thing that should be 
Per, I, I can't find the word. And the it, only thing that should be happening in this situation is push vaccination or push if you're 45.14%. Wear your mask. It's not. It's full. It's, don't go you have full opportunity. Start, yeah. You have the opportunity to go get vaccinated. You have the opportunity to either stay at home. You have the opportunity to wear your mask. Don't start canceling events for that involve many people who are vaccinated, who are taking precautions. Quit ruining it for the people who have, you know, stepped up to the plate. I don't, think I think it's and it's a natural reaction, and I don't blame the Henry County Health Department because I think you're going to see it across the state. But as you have counties start going or going from orange to red, and it's our neighbors to the south, Rush County is in the same spot where they went to a level three, um, and there are about twenty counties in the state of Indiana that have, and they're mostly the more rural areas. Um, it it becomes punitive. It it becomes well, you didn't do. You didn't perform, so now we're going to take stuff away. I, yeah, the, I, the metric also, one of the metric is how is uh, a certain amount, of, like 100 cases per 100,000 residents. And it's like, our freaking county has less than half of 100,000 yeah. residents. Like the metric that you're going right. by doesn't so if you have a, work So if you have 100 us. cases in a, basically what it says is that if you have 100 cases in a week, you're red. So if, if you get a hundred, then you, then you go red. Well, my, Oh, I really hit that one. Didn't I? Um, <laughs> my thing is if Marion County goes red, you're, you're not going to see a cold scheme cut down to a quarter capacity. No. Who, how do you decide who can't go? Who, exactly. You've got so many season ticket members that, Oh, well, if you, if you say they can't go, well, you're refunding these season ticket members or you're, you're going ahead and, giving them season tickets. Let alone the 80 people that were going to be watching the band at the fourth Friday event. Right. Exactly. It's outside. Outside. I think that you're affecting the pocketbooks of small businesses. (laughs) You know, the the NFL does, they're they're not losing anything. They've got their full capacity. They've got their TV contract, but but the, you know, but Chris Lamb and Fiddler's Green, they've got inventory that they're not gonna be able to sell this weekend. That's what band's probably not getting paid. Right. That's what these no, bureaucrats no. have done throughout the entire pandemic is totally screw any small business and any person that's just trying to build themselves up in America like we have always been told is possible. And meanwhile, shuffling all of that money that would have been in their pockets into the right. pockets of Jeff Bezos and the Walden family. That's, that, that's the Walden kind of, family or Walt, Jerry yeah, is Jerry Walt, making big money. Walton. That's my Hoosier accent coming yeah, he, through. It, it, that's exactly what it is because Mary, I mean, I say this on a bigger scale over in Marion County. They're not going to say half capacity for the Colts game and lose millions in revenue over a county going red for a week, couple weeks. I get, I get where it's coming from, but you can't do that. It's here. It's not going anywhere. You have to it's, find a way to it, exist with it. It's, we're going to have to exist with it. Don't, like I said, don't push people to do, take the precautions and then punish them. I mean, even, even in it's Los like Angeles, California, the, the, the IndyCar series is wrapping up their season this weekend at Long Beach. They have full capacity outdoor event. They are asking for masks. And I believe you have to take a COVID test to be able to let it in the grounds within 72 hours of the event. But they're still functional. They're finding yeah. a way to move forward. We can't go with 80 to 100 people outside on Broad Street. It's, it's, it's lit a fire under my ass. 
I'm not going to lie. It's just, it is ridiculous. It's, it's so Dakota, you're it's, asking it's, if they're going to mandate masks again in the county, if the commissioners are going to require it in their, in their meetings, in their, in public. What do you think? I what do you think's rumor, on the room? What do you think? I heard the a rumor is? of the city of Newcastle requiring masks on government property again. They already do that, don't they? They did that at the last meeting like five weeks ago. Okay. Yeah. See, I didn't know that that went to effect. I understand. So it is that. written. So is the county going to do that as well? Do we think? Or is it. I haven't the, been in a county building for a minute. Or is it the red and blue? I mean, our city is team blue. So it's now not really shocking that they would go that way. Meanwhile, our county is. Um, we'll call it team red, but they're like team MAGA. <laughs> so a little bit more than red. Listen, so it's like, listen, president, like former president Burgundy. Trump got, got in, uh, himself an injection nine months before you did. It's true. He was also more at risk than I was. He's, have you looked at the man? He's healthy as an ox. Doctor told him. <laughs> yeah. Healthy as he'd ever been. What did they say his weight was too? I don't it was like, it sounded like, it was like 70 pounds less than what he looks like. <laughs> yeah. I have no idea. I have literally no idea. I, I paid that was like the first attention. moment of the Trump administration where we were like, "Oh no!" I yeah, I think it'd be. I think it'd be <laughs> Dakota, to, back up. They were the, because <laughs> that was day like, of the inauguration. Yeah, because they were lying like, about yeah, the number of people in yeah, the in the he attendance. Drew, he declared that his inauguration was so much bigger than Obama's. And well, we pictures, knew that Trump was a liar, yeah. but we didn't realize that he would just tell his doctor to say that he was way more healthy than what he was, and the doctor was like, "Okay." Yep. <laughs> I'll do it. And then, like, how long after that was he ordering, like, fast? I mean, like, he, then he started becoming the fast food championship president where all the teams that showed up after championships, he just. I mean, I like, still stick. I mean, there I, are some iconic moments. I, I won't take that away. What I still, what I said during the episode where we talked about that, I still stand by it, which I, I think was, that it would be the, really the, funny. And I would have really enjoyed it. Yeah. I don't, I don't. Yeah. And he did it because at the time, what, there was something, the government was shut down. At the time, that's and why the he initially did it, were, or the cooks and, and were. So off. he had to buy the food, yeah, because the cooks were off. Yeah, so and I mean, he bought as, them all his favorite food. If I was one of those McDonald's. kids, if I was one of those college guys, I'd be like, like "This is the greatest meal of my entire yeah, yeah, life." Legit, because I mean, because yeah, you God. know that Trump was like cracking it. He thought it was a funny joke. Like you know, he was laughing. I mean, the fries were probably awful, but I bet the burgers were great. <laughs> <laughs> you don't think quarter they, pounder? They kept. Him Do you think they Uber eats it? Yeah, all of it to the White House. He probably had all the servers go and pick it up. All right, let's get let's get more current. Uh, okay, here. there's so a we, pandemic. We're talking about the vaccine. I mean, listen, we're taking this seriously. Dakota got the vaccine. I, I, I we're, we're we have done all we can. I waited a long time to get the vaccine, and I I wasn't nervous about the vaccine, but I also wasn't nervous about COVID. I like. Oh, you I, were in the beginning. Don't you start oh, that shit? I was shit. terrified in the beginning. You were not not nervous. I, you were by the time that the in. vaccine rolled around, I was like, well, you know. I mean, I do a lot of things to take care of myself. And I'm also like, I'm also 25 years old mm -hmm. and extremely healthy. Now, I will say so, that with this, with this variant, you have seen folks your age that have been dying. It, yeah. It's not, it's not entirely un, unheard but, of, of the, oh, well, folks, you have to be 50. Yeah. It, the age isn't as much of an indicator anymore as much as your general health and mm -hmm. how you take care of yourself is at this point with the Delta variant. Which and that kind of caught everybody off guard because whenever Delta first started coming around, people were saying like, "Oh, it's more transmission transmissible," but it was less deadly. We found out that it's just as deadly, and it's also 
more deadly than what gamma was in younger populations. Anyway, I'm going to push pause for a second and just say that I'm having a salted caramel porter right now, uh, which is like me being full basic uh, white girl. Um, you can try it. Spice. That's probably We're both vaccinated. So you can try it. It should be a pumpkin spice porter. It feels like a pumpkin spice porter. It's like 62 degrees and it's been raining all week. We were like 90 some degrees last week. And now I'm now I'm in full fall mode. That's a little different. Yeah, it is. It's very it's salty. Yeah, it's salty, salty. It's a salty beer. I didn't expect that. It's salty. I didn't taste much caramel. Salted caramel. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, like salted porter. Yes. We, anyway, the, the, the seasons changed. We had this whole debate well, over yeah. when does fall begin? When does summer begin last week on the show? I know you, you yeah. weren't here, so you missed it. But uh, we've I fully embraced it. Fall happened. We're on my we're on my long we're, sleeve. We're in flannel. Flannel. I'm in. I'm in. I love fall time. Today is like the perfect weather. It was so depressing. I love this. It was completely depressing. I went from air conditioning to my furnace being running in 36 hours. I saw the AC full blast. Just pumping. What? I I walked into this room today and said, yep, the AC's not been running, but it is humid as hell in here. It was very, the humidity is super high because it's been raining and there's a cellar. Anyway, back to Dakota and the vaccine talk. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) What I was saying about the vaccine was that, I wasn't nervous about the vaccine, but I also wasn't nervous about COVID. So I decided to go get the Johnson Johnson because I was like a little bit more skeptical about the mRNA technology. Um, So I was like, I'll get the Johnson Johnson traditional vaccine, uh, whatever, uh, where it's a virus vector, viral vector vaccine. So I'll just go get it. I've not had problems with like flu shots in the past and stuff, whatever. And also, it was mainly because I was going to a concert that was supposed to happen on Sunday, and I was like, "I don't want to." Full details on Patreon. I'm like, I don't want to have to worry about getting tested to go to this concert because that was their ultimatum: you get tested Listen, or you get the vaccine. The vaccine in the arm like, is a it. lot less painful than the thing shoved up your damn nose. You could do a rapid antigen test uh, six hours before the show, and they would accept the results. Okay, uploaded to the app, the venue app. Uh, anyway, so I went and got the Johnson and Johnson, um, in my life, like I've always heard people talk about like getting chills and like alternating between hot and cold, hot and cold. And I've always heard people talk about having body aches with the sickness and stuff. I've like, first of all, I haven't been sick in like three years. And I also have never experienced either one of those symptoms in my entire life. That has never happened to me. And then that night that I got the Johnson and Johnson vaccine, it was horrific, like bad. Like I kept waking up uh, every 30 minutes and I would be sweating my balls off underneath the covers, just roasting to death. And I would throw all the blankets off above me and then I would finally get back to sleep and then I would wake up again. And my teeth would be chattering. I was so cold. I was shivering. My teeth are chattering, which you know me. It doesn't take that much to get my teeth going. Well, you have a size 21 waist. There's so nothing like, to you. I'm like, so then I'd throw the blankets back over me. And then three minutes later, again, I'd be sweating. And then at like 3 a.m., the body aches started kicking in. And I couldn't get comfortable because I hurt so bad. A good union and guy like, like yourself, you should have done this on Monday because they'll pay you all week to be home, home uh, after you got the vaccine. Well, I, I did it during the workday because they gave they give you four hours off to go get vaccinated. Of course they do. But then I thought, you know, 
you know, that's not a union thing. That's our, that's a whole company. They do that. But then I think I shouldn't have got the Johnson Johnson because could've got I could have got four hours off two times, but that's another story. Um, yeah, it was really bad. And then I woke up, my alarm goes off at four thirty, and I'm like, yeah, but would you want to go through this twice? No, 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 <laughs> absolutely not. And I was like, well, you know, I'll just go, I'll take it easy, do some cardio today. And that helped. But then it, it, it wasn't, I didn't feel right for about a week. Like it wasn't, I didn't feel sick, but I knew I wasn't functioning at 100%. Your body, your body was making, it was, it was, was, was figuring out how to fight this and it took a little effort. That first night was rough though. I'll say that it but, was bad. I see. I had a totally different experience. I just had the best night's sleep of my life. Then after I did it, that's all. That was the only effect it had on me. You just got tired with the Pfizer. Yeah, I, I, I was tired and I slept well. Sign me up for three more shots. I'm I'd every I'd do it every Friday night <laughs> <laughs> to just recover. Yes, it's the greatest <laughs> thing ever. I'll take one once a week. Yeah, that it was pretty bad. And the Mason, the, you got yours forever ago. You had no no chills, no side effects, none of that. Jazz. I got mine before everybody's grandparents. So Did you get the you got the Johnson Johnson, right? Pfizer. No, I got no, the Pfizer. OG. That was Pfizer. the first thing I was approved, and you got yep. the Pfizer. I got the Pfizer. As a medical um, expert, the only thing I didn't. I didn't have any side effects at all. Um, the second shot had a little tenderness in the shot site. That's about it. But that's it. That's all I had from it. Zach, you struggled uh, after one of yours, right? Uh, shot number one was no problems at all. Shot number two, I don't remember sleeping that well. I also, like Dakota, tried to get up and do like a workout. I tried to run that next day, and I was not in good shape for the run. I still did it, but I felt like I'd run a marathon. Um, and then I spent that whole day like in sweatpants and a hoodie. And it was, I think like 78 degrees that day. It was like the, <laughs> it was, uh, like into April. Yeah, it was, yeah. into April. It was a warm day. And I even, yeah, I did change clothes to not look too weird to go pick my kids up from school. But yeah, I was, I didn't have it quite that rough and didn't take that long. I don't think, but yeah, that first day after was not fun. I had to time it right to get mine done in time so that I could do the Indianapolis Motor Speedway stuff. The one thing that I've actually needed that vaccine for was to be able to get into IMS, into the garage area, the paddock. And I had to I had to make sure I was two weeks past my final injection, I oh, think. So it was the same same timeline. For the RMP and everything. Or uh yeah, for for the paddock access you had to have it. Not not to attend the race, but actually to get into the into garage the area. Garage. I remember for the five hundred on yep. practice day. Exactly. Yep. All right. So did it scare me, scare your uh, the rest of your household off or they did they see what you went through and say hell no I'm I'm just going to keep my distance? No, um, most everybody like all my family's been vaccinated. So vaccinated. Like, You were the last one? Yeah. You were the very last one. I was holding out. Even I, Audrey? Even Audrey like, had it? I'm not going to discuss oh, okay. Audrey's oh, medical all right. details. Well, that's fine. Show. Audrey. Hippo. Hippo. Yeah, because I'm right. the government. It's not it's not okay. Government uh, here to help. Well, Never mind. I'm not going to say it. <laughs> um, <laughs> Don't need to know. Uh, what I was going to say, though, was uh, most, like, I think most of my family got Moderna. And I I think that my grandma got J&J, but I was talking to my, I've either forgot to ask her or I'm forgetting now which one she got, but I think that she had J&J because I think that she was just talking about getting a shot. Getting the one time? Yeah is I believe the verbiage that she used, but she was like on oh, no, zero problems. 
like nothing at all. And she's, she was also exposed to COVID a lot. Yeah. And well, and the, the older you are, the more your body's used to fighting infections where yours is out of practice. You've, you know, you're a temple that has had nothing to deal with. So the first time that, uh, <laughs> that trouble comes along, it's, uh, it's all in. It was rough. I mean, it was really bad. I was like, Oh my God, I can't do this for a week. Like this is a horrible mistake. And I was like, when she first put the needle in and I've heard this about the Johnson and Johnson from other folks, like our friend Andrew said it, but it like when she pushed it in, it like burned going into your arm. Like it felt hot. That's how that second Pfizer was for me. Really? It burned. I was like, Oh boy. And she's like, yeah, this one's a little bit rougher than others. And I'm like, uh, okay, this is not a good sign, but then it went away and I had, I had zero soreness. I went home that night and I, I worked, um, I actually bought a tractor that night <laughs> and I like had to load that, unload it and everything and do all the work, get it, all the parts and pieces organized in my mini barn. And I did all that work until late that night. And I, I didn't experience any soreness in my arm at all the next day or otherwise. So that wasn't a deal for me, but it was the, it was the chills like that. Those, Temperature swings. I've never experienced that before. And I'm you got to feel, feel being alive, man. I'm going to feel bad for anyone who ever tells me that they experienced that with like the flu or something. So I've always heard that from people. Like, oh, I had the chills. I'm like, hmm. I don't know what that means. Weird. Yeah. Liar. Faker. Yeah. Whatever that is. I've had the <laughs> flu. Didn't feel like that. I've never been that. Like, I've never felt that bad. All right. You want to talk about what's going on down in Texas? Yeah, let's talk about. Did you see the, this story that Texas. I that I sent over, Mason? Have you seen? Have you I seen? I saw it, but new, I didn't watch it. Before we get into this, have you seen that there's a new Walker Texas Rangers series coming out, or I think it is out on the CW? Does it have? <laughs> with uh, I think is Chuck Norris in it? No, it's Jared Pad- Padalecki or something. How the hell can you do it without Chuck Norris? Yeah. Waste my time. Well, he's a good actor too. He was in Supernatural. He's not Chuck Norris. No. Yeah. He still looks like a good actor. I still want to watch it because Walker, Texas Ranger was a good show. Every time I hear that, I Walker, Texas Ranger, I just think strictly of Talladega Nights. I'm missing something there. The name of the kids were Walker, Walker oh, and Texas yeah. Rangers. Yeah. So once you wanted a bunch of wussies, we named them Dr. Quinn and Medicine Woman. So a <laughs> farmer in Texas has been using undeveloped plots of land. And if you're a Patreon member, you have a link to this story in the show notes has been using under underdeveloped plots of land. To Basically, grow land hay. land that's going to be houses, but isn't yet. Yeah. So they're plots of land. Farmers Branch, Texas, which is a suburb of Dallas. Uh, and basically, he's been doing this for ages. And now he's somehow gotten into this giant fight with the city council or the town council, whatever the hell they are. It sounds like more specifically, the city manager. The city manager and he have gotten sideways. And he's been farming this and calling it an agricultural crop, which it is. It's hay. Everybody likes to eat, you know, eat cow, but they uh, they apparently don't want to uh, let the cows have something to eat. The city has a grass ordinance that's saying that uh, grass has to be cut if it's eight inches tall. So they are cutting his hay field at about nine or ten inches before he can get out there and bale it. And then so they're stealing his crop, destroying his crop. 
and then they are sending him an invoice for cutting it. It's insane. That is insane to me. Uh, especially the fact that you know the majority, maybe not the city manager, he might be from somewhere else, but you know that the vast majority of that city council, just like in every city, they have to be from, like, they're from that city. And you know that those people know that, like, oh, since I was a little girl, that's been Hayfield. This isn't just a little bit. He makes 1,500 round bales. 1,500 round bales a that's year. That's an insane amount of hay. <laughs> Out of that is fields. an insane amount of hay. If you've been watching Mark Brim and his yeah. uh, his clueless farmer, the on clueless YouTube. farmer, uh, you can you can get you can get a scale for this and realize that that's that's like that's so much hay. I you mean about think. about they're about four tons a piece or three tons a piece. I mean they're, they're huge. That's you gotta think that's fifteen hundred round bells. Imagine how much mowing in time the city is taking yeah. out of their time. And imagine how much the bill is for that. And the bill, yeah. They could be doing something so much more valuable with their time. So he goes... Mowing his hay. So he hears the also... City, the city code compliance manager, a uh, guy named Leo, Leo Bonato, says, We've, we have determined that they're never harvesting it. Their crops, they're, they're never taking the hay off of it. And they're claiming to maintain agricultural, agricultural exemption. So he thinks they're cheating the system. And he says that the city's just calling it wild grass and weeds, and it's actually not hay. It, does he know what hay is? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't sound like he knows what hay is. Uh, he's literally been out there mowing it with his with his mower, and he's had city hired mowing companies coming out at the same time. Trying to uh, trying to cut his grass down as he's doing it. This is what it sounds like when the city manager guy recently was kicked off of his HOA because he was the overbearing HOA president. Because this sounds like this sounds like the kind of dumb, just short sighted argument that you get with like an HOA that yeah, is so hell bent. Not, not a city though. No, not yeah, but yeah, for for a city to be doing this. But this is what like if you. Read like HOA clickbait stories. It's this kind of petty stuff. This guy, this guy says, look, if he planted corn or wheat or even sunflowers, what do you find with that? But just not this grass. He would rather have them plant wheat in in this subdivision, this, and they wouldn't. This trash dude is and, an idiot. Would this guy know? <laughs> this any, dude this is guy so know any dumb. I bet this guy wouldn't even know any different. <laughs> How dumb is this man? He says it could be hiding trash. That's is he from Dallas? This boy has never been outside of Dallas until he came to this this little town and started raising a ruckus about the hay. This is comedy. I can tell you that right comedy. now. Well, rules are rules, Dakota, and we have to enforce the rules. So the grass has to be cut. Yeah, I put in the show notes that this is a great example of why blanket regulations and ordinance are just generally a bad idea. There's always going to be someone on the back end that winds up getting hurt because there's an idiot that has never left Dallas until he came to this little town. And now he's, he's like, well, look at, look at all this grass. James Lockridge is the, uh, James Lockridge is the guy. He, uh, he testified before the, uh, the town council again, or the city council, whatever they are. And he said, look, you guys are cutting my grass, but by the way, your right of ways have shit. That's (laughs) over a foot tall. You're not mowing that. You're not mowing that. He says, if you're going to abuse me as a farmer, get ready because it's going to be war. And I'm going to have a hundred tractors parked out in front of this place for every one of your meetings from now until it's over. Uh, fake farmer, Cade Coger, uh, our good friend, co-host of the show. He said that if it was him, if he was the, the farmer in this situation, then he would have, he would, uh, 
pick up a truck full of manure and go and just start spreading it on the county's property <laughs> as a service to them. As some free fertilizer. Yeah. Oh, my God. What a mess. Yeah, crazy. My favorite part is, like, there's no one in the city council. Like, it looks like one of our city council meetings where there's not a soul in the building. There's just Zach sitting over there yeah, laughing. Just, yeah. Just the one dude that's always there every week. And then the farmer gets up, and he's, like, wearing a cowboy hat. And he starts off very polite and speaking kindly. And then, and then all of a sudden, he's, like, he starts going off on the city manager and the city attorney for talking crap about him behind his back because just like every farmer in every farming community, everyone knows everyone. Yep. They're talking. So the word is going to get back to him at some point that you were talking to someone in the, in another suburb of Dallas and saying, uh, we, yeah, this, uh, podunk farmer here, he thinks that he can just bail hay and, you know, talking crap about the guy. And he, he finds out about it. So he goes, he raises hell and he just starts yelling at him, confronts them in the meeting when he knows he's being recorded. Like the balls on this guy, like he should be a national hero. He's like, we should be tearing down statues of Robert E. Lee and we should be erecting statues of this (laughs) farmer standing at the city council podium. He has a name. You have to use his name. I don't know his name. I already said it. I don't have the, I don't have the, you don't have the copy that you, uh, that you provided. The, the link James Lockridge. What do you mean it doesn't work? It's a printed out. It's an analog paper, version. So you got a, click on you it. got a phone right there, don't you, cowboy? <laughs> James Lockridge, you have my full support. Zach is efforting nice some audio over there. Nice. Yeah, it was. It's not. I don't think it's super loud here. Uh, you can turn, 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 that turn the laptop up a little bit. It's up, it's up all the way. Yeah, turn it up. Is it one of these? Yeah. We're uh, we're training on the job here. On the job training, efforting, efforting, looking. Twisting. To Turning. Oh, there it is. That's a problem. When the city manager and the city attorney reach out to other cities, you need to the new laptop. Zach, it's not you need to the show audio okay. still. I'm here. That's coming through I'm as well. Saying, if you don't like my farming, reach out to other cities. You need to. There you go. Now you can go back and play your audio. Ability, then deal and figure out what we can do to come to a resolution. That's a problem. When the city manager and the city attorney reach out to other cities to bash me, it's not appropriate. So they're beating okay. on him in other, here, other towns. I'm staying. If you don't like my farming ability, then deal with it. You know, Leo is not an agricultural expert. So for him to say what is or is not a crop, he has no credentials. He is not certified by the state. He's not certified by the USDA at all. Well, I wouldn't appeal so to government. If you're going to tell people they can't do something, you better get the laws right. You better get your facts Leo, right. Really to know you better not reach out to people and bash me because it's going to get back to me. So today, get it together, guys. Get your city council up off their butts. Quit being puppets. Every one of y'all, quit being puppets. Do what you got to do to make Farmer's Branch great again. You bring a guy in here, destroys this city. It looks worse <laughs> the last year he's been here. This city's gone to crap. I can drive out this driveway. There's high grass and weeds all up and down the street. I can drive the other side of town and looked up on the codes and on violations and letters. The guy's never been written a ticket, nor has he ever got a citation. Not only has he never got nothing, I got citations. Now my clients have got 
Class C misdemeanor charges filed against them as of today. Leo and the city manager has stepped up took a turn towards personal. to push me harder. I'm done. Okay? You city council are here to protect the citizens. And when the city manager tells the police department not to protect its citizens like me, like it did, when I called them and I asked for help to stop them from destroying my private property, and they wouldn't, and they protected the city, that's bullcrap. Okay? Now I'm pissed off. Okay? <laughs> now you've done it. You think it's funny? It. It's not, city manager. It. Okay? It's not See, funny I wish that we I'm had a clip of anywhere. the city manager Keep like, it up. laughing a little bit. Now there. you pissed us off. Yeah. Okay? You got it? Because if you don't, I can make it real clear. I'll get every media I can find today, and I'll have them here I'll every day. I'll have Boss Hog here by sundown. Sitting in your front yard every day, if that's what it takes. Okay? You done pissed me off, and I'm tired. If you're going to pick on me, pick on me, but you better pick on the rest of the damn Tell me what you think. <laughs> so that's the uh, that's the end of the clip that uh, Zach has to work with there. Good job, man. We're, we're going to try to work this uh, work this skill set into uh, into the show a little bit more. I just learned some, what a new knob does. We're getting some live course. audio in. <laughs> the only problem is that when you have the video going over there, you have to mute the you have to mute yeah. the live stream, or else we start. Uh, it's like Inception, or we're yeah. us inside of ourselves. Joe Tompkins is in the chat. And he wants to know if the James is a good uh, a good welder by chance. Yeah, celebrating the uh, kill dozer. Like, I just, I just, bulldozer. In general, I just wouldn't want to mess with somebody who has heavy equipment. A a built in community, like he could get a group of people together, and they won't necessarily destroy anything. But man, they could like, how fun would it be just to drop a bunch of round bills around this guy's house and just leave him, like block his car in with him? And yeah. he couldn't do anything. Like, you do something super benign like what that. I what I didn't hear is any citizens that were actually complaining and harmed. In any of these, in the story that we that we've read, in the there were in the con, of course there were one sided comments from uh, from James there, but we didn't hear that any citizens were saying, "Hey, I don't like living next to your farm fields," and it doesn't sound like it's the you know one house that he's that he's bailing. I think it's an entire sounds like entire neighborhoods that aren't developed yet, something where they haven't got to be a subdivision yet. or something, acres that are going to be a subdivision or something. Yeah. <sighs> Speaking about land. And things going on on land and complaints that are happening with boundaries in land. Last week on the show, against Jesse Riddle's every emotion he had, we talked about congressional maps and state representative maps. He groaned, he moaned, he complained, he complained, he rolled his eyes, and he was uh, he was just a turd about it, uh, Zach. Yeah, he was very resistant. He was very unhappy. He thought it was stupid. A giant waste of time. So, so we got we a message asking if Jesse was okay because he seemed really upset. <laughs> did we? Yeah, we did. <laughs> I missed that. It's from a listener in Brazil, Indiana. <laughs> Jesse's only happy if ever be, if he's unhappy. That's that's Jesse. I, that's what I told him. I said, I was like, no, he's fine. That's just how he is. That's just Jesse. So the Indiana State Senate has released their maps. We uh, we we said that they were coming. They uh, they did they did arrive. I was an idiot. I looked at them wrong because that's that's what I do. They uh, when they get released by the state, they uh, they release the first version that we had. So the maps proceeding, they had the current maps and they have the proposed maps. But what it did allow me to see is that our area here has uh, has changed massively. Mm-hmm. Our original state senate district that we were drawn in. Uh, in 2000 
until 2010. Or did you? Was all of Henry County, all of Hancock County, and one township in Hamilton County, which yep. is the Geist area. Yep. In 20 years, that one township in Hamilton County has now become essentially a state senate district all by itself. Of course. It's about half the population. Have you been over there recently? Oh, yeah, it has. It's, it, shows, it shows just the incredible population shift. Yeah. So what we're seeing now uh, proposed for our area is that we would get a new state senator. We would have Jeff Ratz would be our new state senator here. Uh, and it would be the Wayne County folks, the Henry County folks, Union, and I believe a portion of Franklin County. So basically... Uh, Do we know where Jeff lives? I believe he's a Wayne County guy. Uh, Wayne, Union County, somewhere in there. I've seen Jeff will come on the show to introduce himself to the good folks of Henry County. If uh, if these maps hold, I would expect we have a relationship. We'll we'll be able to we'll make. What it are happen. the chances that these maps? Oh, this is the first time I've been through this. So process. they've last time uh, ten years ago these these got redrawn three times before they happened. But Henry County was drawn into a, a district that went all the way into Marion County the first time, and everybody said, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa! This is crap. This is trash. You can't do it. We don't like it." This is a little bit more. Uh, I, it sounds like this is this is a little bit more acceptable. The house maps passed uh, this week already, so they were announced last week. They had testimony, whatever, and they made it out of committee, I believe, on uh, on Wednesday. So they've they've passed the house maps, and they're going to move forward. Uh, the Senate maps, I would guess, that's going to be similar. You're going to see super majorities for the Republicans, Democrats again. Uh, but Henry County will go from having two state senators to having one state senator. Uh, and it's going to be two totally new ones. So going to be a total changeover for uh, for our community here. I actually uh, accidentally looked at the old maps and messaged our friend Mike Kreider, Boss Hog alum, and I was like, oh my gosh, Mike, here it's going to be great. You're going to be our state senator. Awesome. <laughs> oh, you did? Oh, yeah. I totally oh, reached no, out. That's I was like, it's a, it's great. And he's like, oh, you're looking at the old map. I'm like, God dang it. That sucks. Well, if they change it and you get wrapped back in here, we'd love to love to have you. I feel a secondhand embarrassment for you. It's, uh, I've listened. I've done I'd a like lot to worse. Have Mike back on the show. He had a lot of good stories yeah. about being a, a DNR officer. Well, that's what I said. I said because I looked at it. I'm like, I didn't. It didn't even occur to me the Fall Creek thing. But I'm like, man, he's got Geist and Summit Lake. He's an old DNR guy. I'm like, that is a great district for him. Would be. Yeah. He's it, that's amazing. It's that's awesome. I, he'll love representing that. That was what I said, and he's like, yeah, those are old maps. I'm like, oh well, shit. You would. Uh, you would have loved it. So Mike's how you found out that you sent everybody. Oh yeah, he's the one that called me out wrong. Oh. Yeah, he's uh, he's like, ah, uh, no, <laughs> like, damn it, <laughs> damn it. And I, it, the stupid thing is, I made the same mistake when I looked at it the first time. Oh, the, really? When I looked at the state house districts, and I was like, no, this is the old map. I figured it out for myself a week ago, and then I fell for the same thing. I clicked on yeah, it, and went, oh. When you when here's the thing: when somebody gives you a link and says, "Here's the new maps," and the very first thing up is a map. And you don't read the little corner to say, hey, this is the year to this is the year. You just go, oh, there's the new map. And you look at it and you figure yeah. out where you're at and what makes sense. That's true. Uh, I th- nope. one, one other interesting thing that I thought uh, we should note on this uh, is Muncie and Anderson have been split. They w- they used to be in the same state Senate district and now they're, they're in uh, two different ones. So that's two heavily blue blocks that are being separated. Well, they were... <sighs> They were kind of split where you had an urban and you had a rural one before, right? Yeah. Um, Mike Gaskell is the Henry County state senator, the northern district state senator for us now, which is District 26. 
And that kind of was a gigantic C around District uh, 25. Uh, yep. And now what you're seeing in the uh, in the new drawing, as we click around here, these are incredibly massive PDF files where they uh, they don't uh, they don't scroll real easy. Yeah, they take forever to load. And then you accidentally highlight something. Uh, yeah, basically all of Madison County and uh, one and a half townships in Hamilton County would be uh, would become one district. There's less strange shapes in Correct. this map, Correct. which I mean, I, I think that's a good thing. I think they've done a reasonable job of drawing the maps. Um, the urban areas are a little bit more cut up, but they're, they have to make the populations correct. Um, this isn't as egregious of a map as what I was worried it would be. Yeah, I think they're, I think they're somewhat, they're reasonable. It, it's not exactly what you would, anybody would hope for. If you're trying to keep all communities of interest together. Yeah. I, I think that, it's Our, about as good as what you could have. I think Henry County has a lot from, more in in um, in common with Rush County and Fayette yeah. County or Delaware County than we do with Franklin or Union County. Yeah, but you know it is what it is. They have to make the math work. Uh, you know, it, and they do consider who the incumbents are at the time and where they live a little bit. Uh, Jean Lysing lives in Decatur County, and her district, or maybe she lives in Ripley County. Uh, but she's pretty much in the center of her district. She's it's it's much more compact for her for her her use or her her needs, uh, and that's mm-hmm. something you see happen quite a bit as well. Where the state, you know, we are drawn into the cent, you know, we're the edge now of the of the district that uh, that Senator Ratz represents. Yep, is what it is. We'll see. That's uh, not that bad. Kind of sucks now to be the an outlier county. Now, whoever's campaigning in District 27 is going to be like... They're going to focus on Richmond more. And then you got Henry County. Henry County is going to have a... Is probably... Newcastle's the second largest population in that state Senate district. Mm -hmm. But it's... It is not Richmond. Richmond's going to be the the core. Uh, You only feel bad for an outlier. Think of the people there in like Southern Franklin County. Like... Yeah. Like, I mean, those... Those people have been an outlier. Yeah, they just... The whole... For forever. Yeah, so. like, uh, like we have to have a parade or a festival to get anybody to show up. Sounds a lot like Newcastle. <laughs> <laughs> well, that so that has been the interesting thing is that because of the way it was drawn last time, Henry County had two state senators looking out for them. So the interest of our community had two state senators that could advocate for them. Yes. Uh, where now you'll have one, and if you know, we've seen that if somebody gets marginalized and the voice of your community kind of gets pushed to the back. Um, if you get Jim Lucas and you end up getting pushed to the uh, pushed off your committees and stripped down, then you don't have uh, you don't have the um, the clout that uh, that uh, somebody else might have. Yep. Back in the day That's when true. Beth Gard was here, she was you know second or third most powerful in all the Senate. Not not quite the case now. All right, Zachary, we're probably at that point where we need to start wrapping stuff up and. Uh, and getting ourselves out of here. What uh, What do you know? You're not promoting Fourth Fridays. Yeah, I can't do that. So, um, I don't know. I'm assuming maybe watch the farmer's market might still happen tomorrow or Saturday. Um, L&K is doing their thing every Saturday, which is, you know, kind of fills in. But other than that, enjoying the weather. It's finally, like, not insufferably hot outside. Our our weather this this fall ish late summer has been very weird. And that we've had like, we're three days in the fall. Well, we've had these like overnight light switch switches though like the september 1st we went from like august was 
super hot, super humid, insufferable. And literally September 1st, the humidity kind of got turned down. The temperature got turned down. And then the first day of fall, we went from like 85 to like 60. The first day of fall, it was like 61 degrees, which was so bizarre. And you've broken down and turned your furnace on. Yeah. Well, I have kids and my house was, my house hold, retains heat very well, but it dropped down to like 66 degrees. That wasn't going to be above 60. It's still not going to be above 66. So yeah, I turned the furnace. I don't care. I pay the bills. I, I do what I want. <laughs> I pay my bills. My bills are paid. I have, yeah. I have money for this sort of thing. I, I, man, I would, I'd throw the kids in the sweatshirt. 66 degrees. Shoot. We keep it. We try to keep it about 62 or 63 in the wintertime anyway. My, that wouldn't even trigger my heat in I my mean, house. Well, like, I mean, my first goes down to 62 at night, but I think when I got this morning, it was still 67 in the house. It's like, it doesn't take much to keep my house warm. So yeah, I don't care. Well insulated. <laughs> yeah. Mason Riley, rotten house. Uh, not much. Got a couple you, of You're going to be signing weekend. autographs yourself, right? You're going to be out at Deer Creek. Yeah. Yeah. Two nights this weekend. You know, the Thomas Rhett tomorrow night. And Do you think it's going to be a muddy mess? Um, I don't know. They probably already took precaution, had the straw put down. And I don't know. It there's there's it tends to dry up pretty well because it the does, hill just filters right down. Does into the, anybody have a tailgating scene like Jimmy Buffett did? <laughs> no. <laughs> That's a cult. That's a cult. No, no tailgating scene ever. I think I will ever experience at a concert than what I did at Jimmy Buffett. But Chris Stapleton, Saturday night, that'll be a good show. Um, so, concert field weekend. That's another thing that's happening, but the fourth Fridays in Henry County is not because I'm bored. Because Hamilton County is not red yet. You're going to bring your red germs. I'm going to bring yeah. my red vaccinated germs. <laughs> All the way which, over. Which then again, I, I, I do want to go say that I'm exact. I'm absolutely with Zach. I'm not blaming Carrie Barrett whatsoever. Um, she made the right call, but it is what it is. It's time for it all to be over. Get used to it. It's the norm. And are you, do you have a GoFundMe for puppy shots? Um, you got to spay and neuter that thing. You need a... Uh... No. <laughs> no, it's okay. It'll be fine. You got to get yourself Might a dog keep fence. Them. Might let him keep them. Oh, you're going to stud out your mutton. Them. No, you're not going to. I don't think that I would have... If I had to do it over again, I don't think I would have had Hank's balls cut off. What? So you can make a little cash? No, I, I think that he got um, submissive. Okay. I don't think that he was. I don't think that he's as. How's he deal with the shepherd? Aggressive, huh? How's he deal with that shepherd? With the German German shepherd? Yeah. Okay. They're, they're, they're tight best friends. Yeah. They tight. That's how him and Brooks are. They're pretty. They're pretty chill. They like to run around together, and then they fall asleep. Well, I say fall asleep. It's him. Brooks doesn't. Sleep. Uh, I would say wait until unless you have behavioral issues. That can be mitigated right. from. I'm not worried about getting fixed. Brooks getting knocked up. She's fixed. So, yeah, There's, I think uh, my girl dog. I would. Yeah, Daisy. I would. Yeah. I will always have a female dog fixed because yeah. I don't want to come home to a bloody mess. The worst part is when I had Brooks. She, uh, I had scheduled her Spain, and it was about four days out, and then I, that came. 
And that kicked in. Just missed that the timing. So that cost me an extra seventy five dollars. Well, it was just a good way to be during. Missed it really? that much. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. Dakota. Just been like, can we postpone this by like three weeks? No, I didn't want to take care of it. I wanted it all gone. <laughs> <laughs> I bought diapers for her for three days. Uh I guess I'll give a shout out to um four day Ray Brewing in Fishers. First time I've ever been there. Have you ever been there, Jeremiah? I have not. It was freak. It was really good. Like it was a place that I had not heard of before, and we just decided to go for it. And all of the beers we got, um, two flights and another beer between the two of us, and literally all nine of those beers were just really great. And the food was fantastic too. So, oh, I've had I, I have had their beer many times. It's a peanut yeah. butter busted yeah. knuckle. The, their peanut butter porter. Yeah. I've had their. Uh, I've, I've had many of their beers. I've seen I've their never logo been before, but I'd never been there in person. It's a beautiful place. They're, and the beer that they had on tap, like, was just freaking amazing. Uh, and they had a wide selection of it too. And the food, like I said, was delicious. So I guess shout out to them for my final thoughts. I did check out the Fifty West Brewery in Cincinnati last weekend. Very dog friendly. Awesome place to go. Bring the family. Bring the kids. They've got cornhole, pickleball. You bring dogs. They've got. Uh, a couple windows. They got a. They got two bars, and then they've got like a a, a burger shack atmosphere kind of deal. Fun spot. I think they have a swimming pool in the summertime. Volleyball courts. Very active spot to be. Nice. Uh, my, my final thoughts, man. I'm I'm cheering on our buddy Alex Palo. He's leading the IndyCar championship, and uh, he he needs to basically have his number one competitor not finish first or second, and no matter what he does, he's going to win. Uh, and uh, even if. That guy wins. If Alex has a standard top 10 race, Alex is going to be the IndyCar champ. So uh, very, very exciting. I know Zach will be uh, be watching from a distance, as, uh, as I will be. Ready uh, ready to see uh, ready to see it happen. I'd be bummed to see the season over, but yeah. It starts in February. Yeah. You say <laughs> that. So actually, I was uh, watching, um, I believe it was actually the Golf Channel, uh, because NBC, of course. And yeah, they're all together. They're promoting and they're, it. And they're promoting the... Um, Long Beach race. Well, then all of a sudden, you know, racing the streets of Long Beach, and then it's showing all this footage from Nashville. Yep, yep. yep. I'm like, are you promoting Long Beach? Or you just want to show all the footage from Nashville? They're promoting street course racing. Okay, yeah. I see. casual fans can't tell the difference because they had the. Be the, the uh, they haven't run cars that look like these on Long Beach on since like, the pandemic. Okay, I see. They added those. Uh, those aero screens. And so these cars haven't run Long Beach since the spring of 2019. Because they had the big wreck, the mm-hmm. flying car. Yep. Um, they had a couple. They had Herda's wreck on there. So, I mean. I don't know if they still do that. That event used to have a celebrity race. And you want to talk about chaos? They would throw a bunch of celebrities in like cars. That in they little Toyota Celicas. Towards, towards cars they didn't own or care about. <laughs> and just like, go race. And some of the carnage was, and then give them like a half a day of training. I got to see it once. And then they would send, they sent out what they sent all the celebrities and then they would send out pros after them to chase them down, chase them down. The year I was there, I think Mike Skinner was the, uh, was the winning driver, the, uh, the old NASCAR truck series champion. Uh, fun stuff. So yeah, with the, uh, the IndyCar series announced their new schedule and basically they are counter programming the NFL. They're going to end next year, basically the weekend the NFL starts and they're going to, uh, they're going to start next spring. NFL ends two weeks after the Super Bowl. That sounds good. So they're going to have Super Bowl, 
Daytona 500 IndyCar Series starts. Just count me in for Nashville. There we go. All right. With that, we uh, we thank you guys very much. We uh, we'll be back on Thursday night for our next episode. Y'all are awesome.